To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of an original piece of art, which features a full moon over a mountain range with its light reflected on a lake below, and its artist comes to us from yours truly. As I boldly crossed apparent gender norms and joined my wife and other, and, and other female members of my wife's family this past weekend in a family paint and sip gathering. Well, it's Wednesday, and I figured that the full moon smack dab in between the pair of mountains on my painting was a good, as good a representation for making it to the midpoint of the work week as any, and I thought that this photo could also be used as an example of deciding to step out of the box and to try new things and to overcome things that hold us back from experiencing our freedom in Christ. They say a picture is worth a thousand words, and in this one I could really say so much, but am limited by time and want to try to hit as many points as possible without going to too deep, but at the same time I don't want to miss anything. First things first, isn't a paint and sip just a reason for a bunch of women to get together and get drunk? I would have to admit that it certainly could be. Uh, I know when I used to drink, any and Every activity or day of the week was as good a reason as any for having a few drinks or getting totally schnockered. So ladies or guys, if you're looking forward to the next activity so you can quote-unquote unwind or enjoy some quote-unquote wine time, you may have a problem. I really don't care how much or how often you drink. If you use alcohol to reduce stress or enjoy getting drunk from time to time, I want you to know that you don't need it. The Lord may not completely prohibit the use of alcohol, but all the drunken verses in the Bible tell us that seeking peace in alcohol is not the plan God has for your life. If we are seeking to find peace through anything rather than from the Lord, we may be making idols out of things we shouldn't, and we may be in bondage to our little helpers when we could receive life and life more abundantly by walking in the spirit. Number two, aren't those paint and sip things just for girls? Apparently in my in-laws family they are. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, just kidding. Uh, there seems to be some general gender confusion in my wife's family, or, or not. Um, we are all free to choose to do what we want. All the other men in attendance chose not to participate. I guess they all decided they aren't artistic, or perhaps they thought it it, it, it was not as a manly activity. I don't know their personal histories, uh, uh, what their personal histories include, and I don't know the reasons why they uh, didn't choose to paint. I respect their decision not to paint, but for me, I like to try new things. Also, I know that the, the spectrum of art is really genderless. Anyone can paint. It is not an activity that is just for any one gender. Most hobbies do not have a gender identity. I can cook, sew, craft, paint, draw, or crochet, just as any lady can decide to hunt, fish, or do any other traditionally quote-unquote male activities. While I don't agree that we get to choose what gender we are in terms of hobbies, unless perversion is part of the activity, I believe that we have the freedom to do whatever we enjoy as long as that activity doesn't take the place of a robust relationship with God. Uh, I have seen tombstones with deer and fish on them to highlight the departed's interest in the great outdoors, but when I see that, I shudder because it indicates that person might have 
loved the Lord's creation more than the Lord himself. That great outdoorsman uh, might be burning in hell because he found his peace in the wilderness and never found peace with his heavenly father. So anyway, uh, mo most activities, with rare exceptions, are genderless, and we should exercise our freedom from time to time to stretch ourselves and our limited concepts of life by do doing some things, quote-unquote, outside the, of the box. Third, activities can bring us together. We should try new things or create uh, things together. Um, God has given us free will. We should try new things. We also can give ourselves and possibly other people joy from the things we create. Creating works of art or building things can bring joy to ourselves and bring us closer to others as we share what we have done or we, can, we join with others in the activity of building things or making works of art. We should enjoy our lives and seek to show our love for others by including them in our activities or by sharing with them the things we do. And finally, don't be afraid to show people who you are. I started the audio podcast because I thought I had a face for radio. Uh, many of us have low self-esteem and, and a low opinion of our looks. By sharing a photo that features my appearance today, I am stepping out of the box of my comfort zone a little by exposing my mug to the world. Uh, God has made us, and in his eyes, we are all beautiful. He loves us. He sent Jesus to die for us. We are very valuable and precious to him. There is no condemnation for those in Christ. So if you have a negative opinion of how you look, I want you to know that God doesn't look on the outward appearance. Uh, in 1 Samuel 16, 7, uh, But the Lord said to Samuel, Don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does, doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This world will judge you by your looks or by your performance, but God doesn't do that. He cares about your character. He looks at your heart. So don't worry about the uh, about what the world thinks about the hobbies you do, the way you perform them, or by how you look. Instead, draw close to the Lord by walking and talking with God every day. He sent Christ to die for you, and if you put your faith in Jesus, he welcomes you into his kingdom forever. We don't have to do everything right. We don't have to do what the world expects us to do, and we don't have to measure up to the world's standards. In Christ, we are accepted, secure, and significant, and God loves us just the way we are. But he does invite us to try something new. He invites us to learn from his word and walk in his ways, to experience the peace, love, and joy that come from being in a harmonious relationship with him, where we can escape the chains of convention and condemnation and break the bonds of bitterness that the world system ensnares us in. The Lord wants us to step out of the box of the world system and to experience life and life more abundantly by finding our peace and purpose in Him. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is Colossians 3.13, and it says, Make allowance for each, person's, each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Today's Bible verse reminds us to, uh, of the implicit obligations Christians have to forgive. 
I have said that the term unforgiving Christian is an oxymoron and should never be spoken or experienced. In Christ, we are forgiven of all our sins, so we should rightfully pay it forward by forgiving others for the things they have done against us. Forgiving is not forgetting, and forgiving doesn't mean we stay in relationship with abusers. Forgiven, forgiving doesn't mean we don't establish boundaries in our lives that keep others from stealing our peace. Forgiveness is the way of peace. Bitterness is the result of unforgiveness. So not only is forgiving the right thing to do, but it is also the means by which we can experience our freedom in Christ and mature in our faith. Except for Jesus, nobody is perfect. We are not perfect. So we should not make so we should make allowances for the fallibility of other non-perfect people by forgiving them. If our interactions with others are less than pleasant, we need to make efforts to communicate our stance and to try to make peace and establish a relationship that will be beneficial to both parties. If we are unable to do that, we should establish boundaries to limit our interactions or we could decide to end the relationship. We forgive, but we value ourselves the way God values us. He wants us to live in peace, and even Jesus instructed his disciples to walk away from those who rejected the gospel. So, we should forgive everyone for everything, but we shouldn't necessarily be continual suffering servants to those who would abuse us. Their abuse is wrong, and they have no right to harm us. We should seek to make peace with others as long as it depends on us. But when others don't learn to repent of their abusive ways, we should forgive them, leave them, and pray that the Lord will come into their lives to change them. We cannot change people. We must forgive them, but we are not God. So let go and let God. By following the Lord's ways for our lives, we can know the peace that comes from forgiveness and letting the Lord deal with the things that we cannot change. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Uh, today, we continue sharing from June Hunt's Overeating, Freedom from Food Fixation. Um, today's, um, uh, today's section shares on how to tailor multiple treatment strategies for binge eating. Um, so if you want to uh, learn what the four objectives for restoring health are and four aids on your path toward health, um, go to mtforchrist.org and look at today's, at the end of today's blog post to, uh, see that resource. Yeah. Um, so, and I might read that resource because, uh, like I said, food is a continual struggle and, uh, every day we try to, try to, uh, try to overcome that struggle by trusting in the Lord and we're not perfect people and we need his help. And that's why he sent Christ to, to save us and to guide us in the way we should go. So that, you know, going the way we should go, that's the, the way of the path of Christian discipleship. We encourage that walk because it's transformed our lives. We, 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 may, not be, uh, we not, may not be perfect yet, but uh, and we probably never will be until we're glorified in Christ's presence. But we have made great progress through, the, through our walk over the years and uh, experienced freedom and peace. Um, that we never knew before Christ. So we encourage this uh, walk of Christian discipleship um, by sharing our discipleship classes that we taught in 2021. 
Um, we have three classes, Freedom in Christ, The Bondage Breaker, and Victory Over the Darkness that are all available on the podcast for your listening pleasure. And if you wanted to take a deeper step in the materials, you can contact me at mtforchrist247 at gmail.com to receive the printed materials via email free of charge. Um, also, uh, we obviously, we, we like to go to that word of God because it tells us that God looks, you know, he looks on the outward. It does not look on the outward appearances. Um, and it tells us about him. Um, so if, we're, if we want to walk with God and talk with God, we've got to know something about him. And the, the best revelation is his word. So we encourage that. Uh, by studying it every day and uh, by by sharing our podcast uh, episodes of the Bible study with the Sincatis, where we meet once a week with Arthur and Susanna Sincati, sometimes Pastor Bob and my wife, and um, we discuss something of God and look at what the Bible has to say about that. So if you wanted to join our topical Bible study, uh, just listen in to uh, Bible study with the Sincatis that we do once a week. And all the Previous messages are in the archive, both on the podcast and the blog. Um, it's Wednesday. We're getting over that hump. Uh, so um, let's keep trying trying new things, stepping out of the box to experience the freedom uh, that Christ has for us. So let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. Thank you for showing us a new way of living. Thank you for giving us uh, the invitation to step outside of the box and live a life of faith instead of living according to the world's wisdoms and ways. Lord, that, that walk has transformed our lives, and we just pray uh, that you draw us deeper into the freedom that you want us to know and experience. Lord, we thank you for the people listening today. We pray for them, Lord, that you come alongside them in their walk and in, in, in their prayer request. We pray for healing and anything else that they need in terms of their walk, Lord, that you would come alongside them and grant them those things. Uh, Lord, but most importantly, we pray for you to anoint us with the Holy Spirit um, to lead us in the way we should go. Open our eyes to the things we need to see and, and, and make it clear where we need to go and what to do today to best represent you and your kingdom. Lord, we, we don't get everything right and we're not perfect people, but we want to we be obedient to follow your ways and uh, what you have for us today. Show us the way we should go and uh, tell us the things we need to know. And uh, We just thank you, Lord. We pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus', in Jesus name we pray. Amen.